welcome to another episode of Unstuck with Hypnopunk Transformation with Edge. Today's episode is going to be about breakups, whether they be romantic breakups, breaking up from work, breaking up friendships, potentially even breaking up with yourself. What are they and how to deal with the grieving process of breakups? And as always, I'd like to thank everyone who's been leaving the five-star reviews on iTunes or whatever mode you are listening to this podcast, leaving the five-star reviews and leaving a couple of sentences. Thank you so very much. Because how this works, ladies and gentlemen, is these podcasts are free. And I put out these content one a week for you and ask for nothing in return. What motivates me, what inspires me to put these out there, to put this gold content out there for you to use to transform your life? is to know you're downloading it. And I know you're downloading it because we've been downloaded well over a thousand times in, in such a short time already, is when I see those reviews, it inspires me. It lets me know the message getting out and it makes me want to do these more. Also as well, when you do leave a five-star review and a couple of sentences, then shoot me over an email at mail at lukenosis.com. Mal, M-A-I-L, at lukenosis, L-U-K-E-N-O-S-I-S.com. Mail at lukenosis.com. Give me a screenshot and we'll book you a free 30-minute unstuck power session. 30 minutes via Skype on the phone where we deal with one area of your life one subject in your life that's been keeping you stuck and we have a power session to determine to reframe to find some ways potentially out of that to enable you to become unstuck and all you got to do is leave that review thank you so very much so back to the show breakups how are they how do they work well we know how they work they make us most of us feel like shit right when we break up or in theory when somebody breaks up with us makes us feel even worse Now, what happens in your mind, what happens in your body uh, after a breakup with a significant other, be that in a relationship, be that in a friendship, be that even getting fired from work, is you go through the grieving process. Your body, your mind does not know the difference between a breakup and somebody dying. Hence, you've heard the seven stages of uh, grieving. That's what happens when, when you when you end a relationship or have a relationship ended on you is you, you grieve. Um, because you're not getting certain brain chemicals met. You're not getting the oxycotton secretion in your brain that makes you feel loved and accepted. The dopamine spikes of, of excitement um, with, with, with your former loved one and the serotonin of, of, of feeling balanced, of, of feeling happy. Those chemical needs, uh, brain chemical needs are not getting met, which can lead people after a breakup feeling depressed um anxious <clears throat> sad even even suicidal out there and there's a very real thing that's happening in your brain hence why you're feeling that those ways now i'm sure we've all been through a breakup i'm sure we've all had our heart broken at some point and if you haven't then you haven't lived now how do you get over a breakup now here's the thing I'm a big believer that when, when, when something dies, when somebody dies or when something dies, there is a process that happens inside. It's called grieving. Now, whether that grieving takes a day, a week, a month or a year, it takes as long as it's going to take. However, if you're still grieving over someone that did pass away or a relationship that did end and we're a year or two after it now, in my model of the world, that's undue suffering that you have in your system. Okay, I think it's totally appropriate. If you're in a relationship with someone for some time and it ended, that you do 
you know feel that grieving process for a while you do feel a bit sad you because you're not getting those chemical needs uh, those brain chemicals needs met inside your mind and in turn met in your body so you are going to feel a certain way and, and, and you, you probably do need to process that for a certain period of time and you need that and it doesn't feel good it certainly feels the opposite of that it feels very very bad and very very sad at times um however we need to go through the process and the idea is to go through the process as fast as is possible in order to process those emotions and what those people meant to you so then you can get on with your life and get to the next stage in your life so this is this is about giving yourself the gift of, of going through that grieving process but then coming out on the other end an example of this would be i had a relationship that i came to canada for actually so back about nine years ago i it must have been about nine ten years ago i met somebody in the uk that i fell in love with and um, this person was moving back to canada and um she asked me if i wanted to come with her back to canada now i love this girl and i was getting a little bit older in my life I was coming to about 30 years of age and i realized that every time i'd risked big in my life things that things had paid off so she we fell in love and she moved back to canada a few months later and she asked me to move over so i left my job um i left a current relationship that I was in, in in the uk i gave up 80 90 percent of my belongings including my apartment and i moved to canada no friends no family no job um nothing other than her i'd never even been to canada before so i moved over and um I made a mistake actually i made a mistake of not building up my life i built up a a career when I, at the time i was doing a, another kind of career uh more involved in fitness although i was doing some hypnosis stuff but certainly not as much as i'm doing now and and, and uh, transformation between the years type work and but i didn't take the time to develop it because my friends were her friends my family was her family and um after about four or five years um we broke up she wanted to break up with me and um, it was at the time, it was devastating for me because I didn't build up an infrastructure in my life um, outside of her. My um, whole system, my whole world was built around her. And I know ladies, sometimes you're like, oh my God, I really want a guy that makes his whole world about me. You think you want that until he does that and then you just don't like it. Trust me. And that's kind of what happened in this relationship so we broke up and um, i realized i had a couple of options at that point i had no friends i had a job that i was doing pretty well at um but i had no social circle they were all her friends all of her family which i realized were now pretty much off limits and um, there was i realized I had a couple of choices the choices were i could go back to england and feel like a complete failure um i could kill myself or I could use this, I could use this learning, I could use this tool, I could use this understanding, this process to transform my life, determine, know what I truly wanted in my life and what I, what I didn't want in my life and attract the kind of person that I really wanted in my life, that I really truly wanted, not just physically but emotionally and value-wise. And um, 
So the first couple of weeks went by and I was I thought this was the only girl for me and I really loved her and uh, using my skills I'd be able to get her back and she'd come to the conclusion that she'd made a mistake and I had this whole plan worked out to kind of manipulate her back into my life because I realised I thought wrongly that we were, you know, we were there for one another and uh, we were the only ones for one another and stuff like that. <clears throat> and um, it was a really, really dark, um, dark period for me actually. But I determined, listen, I'm not going to kill myself and um, I'm not going to go back home and feel like a total failure. I'm going to use this, I'm going to learn, I'm going to become more. So uh, after a couple of months when I realised that uh, the first guy that she started dating after me impregnated her and that she was uh, indeed um, pregnant with another man's child, I realised at that point that, 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 that I was not going to get back to her. It wasn't going to work and um, I, had to, I had to let go. This was a few months um, after our breakup, maybe, maybe six months or so, and, um, but I still felt this huge grieving because I'd spent essentially eight, excuse me, five years with this person in a foreign country putting all my time and energy and love into this person and um and and then with me at the time i'm sure and um and now it wasn't there so i was not getting that oxycotton hit that love hit that connection hit with, with anyone i had invested this time and energy and you know if i was going to find other people how much more time and energy was going to have to put in in order for it perhaps not to be the, the type of person that i wanted to be with um and I again obsessing with this person and just feeling this grieving and feeling anger and loneliness and longing and sadness and depression and anxiety and but keep me I kept moving forward kept moving forward and um I was living in the same apartment, the same apartment that we'd shared for, for, for some years. And um, all my memories, everywhere I looked in this apartment, even though she'd taken out all of her stuff, was where, where her stuff was, was, was my memories of being with her. And every, um, every place that I'd been to in Canada, every memory that I'd pretty much created in here, were memories with her. I had not created any memories of me enjoying Canada on my own or, or, or with other people. They were all centred around her. So... It was it was very very tough because everywhere I looked in my apartment or in Canada where I was in Ottawa, all I saw was her, her, and I was consistently having that scar. wasn't able to heal, and it was consistently getting salt rubbed into it day after day after day. And I remember speaking to a a very <clears throat> famous hypnotist out there, um, and we he, he actually gave me a Skype session that I was very very thankful for, and um, he said to me. He brought up the concept of wherever you are in in this breakup. If you're in the same apartment, or about all the memories that I just mentioned, it's like move out of the apartment, build up some new memories. And if you can't move out of the apartment and change everything in the apartment so it's completely different, so those old anchors are now displaced. So everywhere you look is not reminding you <clears throat> of um, my past love. And um, I actually ended up moving. It's about nine months after. And just by moving out of the apartment uh, and leaving all those memories behind, it cleared about um, probably about 70% of, of the bad feelings and the grieving process I had from the breakup there. But there was still some left. There was still resentment. There was still anger. There was still loneliness. There was still sadness. And yes, there were, there were other girls in that time and other relationships that I had in that time. But nothing quite got to that, that level for me for one reason or another. And I remember going to the Canadian Hypnosis Conference, the first one about, I guess it was about five years ago, and doing a one of the uh, seminars there um, with, with a lady. And uh, she was using 
a form of NLP that we call the um, submodality switch. And this was specifically for, um, I'd been trained to use it for taking something that you like, like something small, like let's say I like potato chips or crisps to my English fans out there. And I didn't like broccoli, but I wanted to eat less chips or not like chips. Then I'd get the picture of the chips in my mind. I'd see where they were situated in my mind, any sounds, any things that were situated to it. And then I'd look to see where broccoli was, the thing that I disliked, see where that picture was. Was it right or left, near or far, black and white or color? If there were any taste, any smells, any sounds? Uh, any feelings that were attached to it and I'd map across the coordinates of the thing that I did like into position of the thing that I didn't like and it would essentially not make me want to eat chips anymore so I knew that system for something that that would seem as small as a craving but I'd in this class I'd learned to do that with the situation of somebody that that, that I loved that I needed to let go of to to, 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 to a place of somebody that I didn't love or somebody that was neutral in my life and I'd, I'd made this I did this mapping over mapping across the submodalities of the person that, that i loved that i wanted to forget or not feel feelings for to the person that, that i disliked or was neutral for can't remember which it was and i did it and i made that click and in that moment about 90 percent of any sadness anger or longing was just gone but just by essentially moving the picture in my mind to a position of the position of the thing that i didn't like or was neutral about and then subsequently the other 10% over time just kind of healed itself because there's, there's, a, there's a thing about breakups give someone enough time enough distance your heart your mind is going to repair itself but if every day you're being the wound is not allowed to heal because you're living in the same apartment the same house you're going to the same social clubs the same places it, it's never getting to heal so it's always being agitated you need to get yourself out of that environment for me it was getting myself out of the apartment um and it was to start up to open up to new memories to give myself many new memories to build up new friendships to have new experiences in canada without this person so now i was flooded with just as many different events just as many different experiences uh with without this 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 person anymore so i had the ability to be able to contrast both of those that was a big thing and again like i say getting essentially just mapping across the position to someone that I loved and liked but had to let go of to a position of someone that I didn't like or neutral about and it, and it just changed giving someone enough time and distance in turn most of the times they work out their longingness they work out their their broken heart and their limitations about it by having new relationships because I don't know if you're going through a breakup now or you've gone through breakups but give someone enough time and energy the unconscious mind has this amazing ability to kind of eventually after time to just let go to heal itself as long as you're taking away as many of the triggers as you can and have the awareness to let go and i and i had that and it was it was one of the you know top three top five you know most painful things that happened to me in my life up to that that point um but with enough time, with enough distance, with making up new memories, with collapsing those anchors in my spatial environment, gave me the ability to heal that wound. And it was a profound impact. So I'd advise you, if you're going through breakups and stuff like that, realize you can get through it. You will get through it, given enough time and give enough energy.
but you are going to grieve there is going to be a grieving process because your body your unconscious mind does not know the difference between that the end of that relationship and the death of somebody you are going to go through the grieving you're grieving that relationship you're grieving that person some people can get through it that quickly um, sometimes it takes people more time if they've invested more time and energy and um, you know what's the word I'm looking for here or of a gentle spirit or a gentle soul should we say but I'm here to say it will self-correct there will be other people out there I've met many 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 people in the, the, the last five years uh, that I would have never met and had many many experiences of traveling the world and doing things that I love and, and helping people and becoming the man I am today and will continue to be had I not come through that experience come out on the other the other side um if i'd stayed in the experience of being with this person i would have never had these experiences i would never be the man i am today i've never had the successes in in, in my life and in in work and in my understanding of how this 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 works i used to have the belief that the, the grieving process losing someone you loved be that by death and sometimes um actually loses breakups actually worse than death in many ways because when someone's died they're dead there's absolutely nothing you can do about it they are dead yet if someone is alive there's always oftentimes a part of the brain that's like yeah but as long as they're still alive i still have a chance of winning back and you always play that oftentimes play that game of yourself which is a game of suffering which is just for chumps and you end up just prolonging this fucking experience for an exponential amount of time feeling like absolute shit um, but you're giving yourself the ability to simply go through it, realizing there are many other people that you can give yourself the gift to meet. There is not one person for you out there. There is many, many people out there for you. More people than you ever are going to have the time or energy to meet that will um, be great people in your life even if it's for a short period of time even if it's not forever or for this life there are many many people but you've got to get out there you've got to meet these people you've got to be prepared that a lot of these people are not going to be your type of people but it's okay you've got to flip over a lot of stones until you until you find the gold or the diamonds that's underneath but this is life this is the experience you can overcome this you can meet better people you can let go you can end that suffering um but all you got to do is give yourself permission to feel it and give yourself permission to feel it for as long as you need to but if you're feeling it more than you know a year or so then you probably are holding on to it there's no one that you need to you think about people that have left you in relationships people that have passed away or died the people that you've loved that have loved you do you really think they want you to continue in if they truly loved you if they continue past to keep suffering more than a year of suffering it doesn't mean you don't doesn't mean you forget those people in your life if there were good people that passed away through no no um choice conscious choice of their own um they wouldn't want you to suffer they'd want you to get on with your life but you do need to process you do need time to process that and it's about processing it in the right way for you given an appropriate amount of time so whenever it comes to grieving or breakups i ask my clients i'm like what's an appropriate amount of time for you to grieve or feel sad about this and they will listen to their gut i ask them not to listen to their head and listen to their heart but listen to your gut they might say, well, three months, a year, 90 days, whatever. And I'm like, great, so you're going to feel this. Here's some tools that are going to help you over that period of time. But you're going to have to go through it. Sometimes in life there's certain things you have to go through. And if you just repress it, it's going to come another way. 
person don't don't necessarily be straight away in that, that position where you need to replace that person who left no give yourself the gift of being on your own for a little bit doesn't mean you can't have some fun doesn't mean you can't meet people but don't be in a rush to jump into another serious relationship and that's another thing that bugs me a serious relationship who wants a serious relationship i've had lots of girls that i have loved in my life and currently have girls that i love tremendously in my life i don't want a serious relationship with any of them don't get me wrong, it doesn't mean I don't care about them, it doesn't mean that I don't want them to be in my life for the foreseeable future, it just means serious, why do we want something serious, I want someone that I love, that loves me, that I do in my life, that we can have fun with one another, that we can have experience with one another, and as long as we're both making one another feel good, we stay together, but when that stops and we stop making one another feel good, we go our separate ways, because you don't own anybody don't own anybody nobody owns you so have a life meet lots of people build lots of amazing relationships some that will last an hour some will last a day some will last a year some will last 10 years some might last you the rest of your life being happy but be an active creator in that don't just be in a relationship because you don't want to be alone give yourself the gift of being alone feel being alone I'm not talking about going your own way and saying all men or all women are bad and I'm, I'm never going to be with another man or woman again. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, but give yourself the gift of you don't need somebody to complete you. You're complete enough all by yourself. And then when the time's right, give yourself the gift of actually being open to meet people to now enable them to have better lives, to enable you to have better lives. So two people come together and your life is even better. It's not a 50% and 50%. It's 100% and 100% coming together. But don't always think, oh, I've just got an out of a relationship. I need one straight away. No. Live in that water for a while of, of, of that uncertainty, of that grieving. Feel it. Process it. And when it's done, then you'll be far more open to meeting new people and having more successful relationships and learning from your lessons. So to summarize, you're going through a breakup right now and you're feeling grieve, grieve, you're grieving, you're feeling sad, you're feeling heartbroken, it's okay. You're probably supposed to feel that way. Now if you've been asking yourself how long is it appropriate for you to feel this way and trust whatever number comes up. I'm going to tell you if it's more than a year, you've got to do some work there because you don't need to grieve anyone for a year. I don't care how long they've been in your life. It doesn't mean you don't forget them. Doesn't mean you don't still care about them, but I mean you don't need to grieve and be stuck, okay? Because the whole purpose of this show and what I do is helping people become unstuck. And then it changing the environment that you're in potentially if you shared a home together, changing that home, moving somewhere else. If you can't afford to do that in this current situation, change the furniture, change the setup of your house, the rooms in it, break up those associations. Also realise that enough time and distance that comes by, your mind will have the ability to start to heal itself like a wound but you can't keep rubbing it every day making those phone calls trying to win that person back when it's done no you're opening the wound up and you're not allowing it to heal and if you don't allow it to heal it's always going to be septic allow it to heal give yourself time that person's broken up with you accept it if there's no way if it really is no way and it's not going to work it's not, not, not the right thing for you accept it man up woman up accept it feel it get on with your life deal with the sadness just realize they're just chemicals in your body that they will self-correct over time. Also look at breaking up some of the associations where you keep the images. All the association of, oh, Jean, hypothetically, who left me. She was so amazing. She was so beautiful. Everything was perfect. I guarantee no matter how perfect or wonderful Jean was, she wasn't so perfect. She wasn't so hot. He wasn't so handsome. 
he wasn't so magnificent. Focus on the things that weren't so great about them to give yourself the contrast. Take the picture of where something is that you don't want and put it into the position, excuse me, take the picture of the person that you no longer want or to be feeling and snap him back into the position of a person or thing that no longer means anything to you so you don't feel those feelings. You can research this by looking at NLP mapping across techniques out there free of charge I'm sure on uh, on um, YouTube or the Google, use your Google machine there. It'll take too much time to describe is outside the scope of this program. But do that, those are some practical things that you can do. So as I like to finish off the podcast now with the warrior's prayer. We face dire challenge and chance. Our lives, our way of life, it hangs in the balance. A fragile glass standing on a wire high above the asphalt. And as we pray for not one drop of rain under an overcast smile over our undercast you know what? I just messed up the Warriors player. You know what? We're, we're, we're about one shot here. Recording these in one shot, not multiple shots. So, hey, the Warriors prayer deserves to be done right. So let's hit restart on your machine right now. You ready? Here we go. We face challenge and chance. Our lives, our way of life, it hangs in the balance. A fragile glass standing on a wire high above the asphalt. As we pray for not one drop of rain under an overcast sky. And yet I smile. We will fight and we will bleed. And yet I smile. We shall face men, some cornered into their roles by circumstances some desperate murderers thrilled by blood we shall end them all and as our charge this day as is our sorrow and yet i smile we will leave loved ones to traverse a dangerous road rushing out of peace in war and yet i smile for we will mine glory from the wrath of struggle this day we will honour and protect this bastion of life in a land of dead. And we will win. You trust the king. We will win. And I smile and I laugh and I rejoice this day. For on this day we are joined in purpose and vision. We are of a singular heart and mind. And on this day we are one. We are one. We are one. Always believe. Hypnopunk. punk <laughs>